Joy. It comes in many forms. It can be unwrapped in different ways. You can find joy in movement, the twirl of a ballet dancer, the brushstroke of a painter, the gentle pluck of harp strings, a baby's first steps, a puppy's first leap onto your lap. There's joy in laughter, in smiles, in sharing, in sympathy. There's the joy of cooking, the joy of reading, the joy of sex. If we just look hard enough, we can suck some joy out of almost anything. And we can also create it in the smallest, most unassuming moments of our lives. For the bohemian, the artist, the pursuit of joy is critical. And often, we use it as fuel. Chasing joy becomes our North Star. And it sometimes involves taking an alternative path to what's practical. My name is Rob Drabkin. Born and raised in Denver, Colorado, and uh, I moved back here after college. I went to school and I got a degree in biochemistry and molecular biology. Right at the end of school, I decided that I really loved music more than anything I could think of. Someday love's gonna find us Holding hands on a bridge Someday love, she's gonna find us What a reason to live Rob Drapkin didn't just decide to set a career as a biochemist aside on a whim. There are spirits at work. Scientists might call them variables. We'll call them muses. And it was a trip across the country that roused those spirits in Rob and started him on his musical journey. It was the first time I'd ever been to New York. I think I was probably 22 years old. We did like a family vacation there. It was just so much music, so much culture, so much life. Something that I, I never really had experienced in that way. My dad, he's a saxophone player. He kind of did the opposite career change. He did music for the first 30 years of his life. And then one day he's like, I'm done with music. And he went and became a doctor. <laughs> and, uh, he was like a teacher at Berkeley when Berkeley was kind of before it was monstrosity it is now, you know, in like the 60s, he was a teacher there. He had all these great music connections that still lived in New York and still played. And uh, we met up with all of them. We went to like the Blue Note. We got to experience all these just really historic jazz clubs uh, and just to meet kind of his peers who are still doing music. I think that whole environment just kind of really propelled that shift in me. It was Rob, in fact, who would later push his dad, Dr. Harry Drabkin, to dust off his horns after a three-decade layoff.
That's Harry Trapkin on sax, everybody. That's Harry Trapkin. But it all started with Rob convincing himself he could make music his full-time vocation. He was already playing guitar in jazz bands, already well-equipped to pick up an acoustic and strum it by the campfire. But becoming a full-on singer-songwriter? That still seemed foreign and daunting. You and me, gonna chase the sun, gonna walk the moon, gonna see the light till the light is gone, step out alive. A seed not firmly planted until Rob's fateful trip to the big city. And the fact that he had that experience not so much as a tourist, but as the son of a heralded sax man, those introductions to some hep cats inside New York's finest jazz establishments, only roused the muse in Rob even more. I want to do music. I can do this. I'm going to devote the rest of my life to it, so... <laughs> It would be the first of a series of bold choices Rob Drabkin would continue to make in a long and steadily growing independent music career. He recently toured Rwanda and Uganda, playing in front of thousands, and even collaborating with a few of the locals. You and me gonna roll the world, stand up tall, sink no In 2020, Rob took a different sort of bravery test, channeling a famous TV painter for a series of music videos for some new songs he'd written. Hello, I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you to the 29th Joy of Painting series. If this is your first time with us, allow me to extend a personal invitation for you to get your brushes and, and your paints and paint along with us each show. And that's what, or who, brings Rob and I together. And if you've been with us before, please allow me to thank you for inviting us back for another series of painting shows. As the host of the Joy of Bob Ross, a happy little podcast, an opportunity that landed in my happy little lap over a year ago, I go hunting for joy daily. And a story about a dude who makes a series of Bob Ross-themed music videos? That seems like a tale well worth telling, especially considering that Rob Drabkin is a true blue independent, a DIY artist who doesn't take half measures. You didn't just go up there and just said, I'm going to, you know, I, my hair looks like Bob Ross uh-huh. already. I'll just grow my beard out and <laughs> I'll put an easel and a canvas up there and I'll just paint whatever. You right. stuck to the theme to a T. Thanks for joining me today. All the good in the world comes down to one of two things, your family and your friends. Let's dive in. Never mind the painting. You got a squirrel in your pocket. You're seemingly feeding a squirrel, like with a syringe. And then the squirrel appears in your hair at the end. This is it. This and I'm is like, this is as meta as it gets. My manager and I, we were just chatting one day about just some fun video ideas. And he just threw out the idea of like, what about like a Bob Ross theme video? That would be kind of fun, like just throwing it out there. I mean, I've been hearing Bob Ross my literally just my whole life because I've had this hair since 
I was probably like, you know, 12, 13 years old. I grew it out. Uh, I used to have really short hair. In like seventh grade, I just let it go, thinking that it would like come down here, but it just went. <laughs> so I just like, and so since like I was, you know, 12, 13 years old, people were just like, you look like Bob Ross. When my manager su suggested just that, had that Bob Ross idea, it just, it kind of just lit a spark. And I was like, we can do this. We can actually like really do this. And I think if we do, you know, put in the right dedication and like really do our homework about how to do this and do it right, I think it could be amazing. It's a good world after all. Rob gets in touch with director Dylan Novak, a longtime collaborator, and together they start digging deep, descending further down the Bob Ross rabbit hole. Just wanna create some little effects like this. There we are. See, just let them go. Let them go. Wherever. In total, it was probably like a year of preparation, just kind of like emailing uh, ideas back and forth. How we were going to go about doing this video took a lot of planning. Rob already had the Bob Ross look. But if he was going to be truly authentic, he would also need to acquire some mad Bob Ross skills. I think it was probably three or four months of kind of really practicing <laughs> painting. And I mean, I just, I had never painted before. That was what was such a challenge. You know, I had zero confidence in my painting abilities. And uh, the first thing I did was took a abstract painting course at the Colorado Free University. And then I found that there were Bob Ross painting classes. I mean, I got some like basic skills and I could get to the point where if I had like, you know, five or six hours, I could do like a, a decent looking painting. <laughs> in an effort to up his painting game even higher, Rob keeps digging online and discovers the landscapes of artist Justin Wozniak. Finally, when we got to the camera, it was like my job was to replicate the paintings. And so he was on set with us, like, you know, really just coaching me through the whole time. And um, it's me doing a lot of the paintings. And then when we got to like really, you know, just tricky parts of the painting, you know, referring to Bob Ross's bravery tests. Yeah. <laughs> we got, whenever we got to a bravery test, we're like, okay, well, in the interest of time and money, let's let's have uh, Justin do it. So literally he would like, you know, put on a denim shirt and we just zoomed in on his paintbrush and anything that was. Is there Bob Ross stunt double? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what his role was. Oh, it ain't gonna let you fall. Yeah, yeah. Rob's resilience, along with some almighty assistance from a pro, results in seven Bob Ross-themed music videos made over a two-day shoot. For an independent musician on a budget, this kind of output is a dream. All right. I think we're about done there. Thank you guys so much for coming and tuning in today. I'm Rob Drabkin. See you next time. Bye-bye. It would also make a great framework for an album that Rob would eventually title Spring in December. You know, the most common response after someone sees the video was, did you paint that? <laughs> In which I kind of am like, yes, but no. Rob Drapkin follows his heart. He follows the joy. He might be a doctor instead of an artist otherwise. And while he doesn't look back on his artistic choice with regret, 
he also recognizes that it wasn't as monumental a shift as some might think. There is this parallel between going into a science lab and, you know, you're kind of venturing into the unknown. I know it's been a while, a couple hundred miles, an empty glass of wine. The sun goes down by five, it's gonna snow tonight, don't think that I shouldn't drive. It feels like the first night, the middle of May, you lied to your girlfriends so you could stay. You put on your makeup, it's looking to me, like putting the leaves back on all the trees. Let's have spring in December. Over a decade after he picked songwriting over science and moved back home to his parents' Denver basement to hone his craft, Rob remains a vital part of his hometown's music scene. I always thought that I would move away from Denver, that I would go to uh, more of a traditional music city, go to LA, go to New York, Nashville. As I started to play around the music scene here, I'd learned that people love music here. And there are so many markets and there are so many wonderful venues from obviously there's red rocks but there's all these great venues in the mountains and denver is just there's new venues popping up left and right it feels like this island in the middle of the of the country for, for music he's even sung the national anthem at a colorado rockies game i have done it three different times now but every single time it's been like a last minute call. And I think for, I think I became the like last minute call guy. Uh, <laughs> they trapped him on the phone. Get, they're like, Rob, Rob lives in Denver, get him. Um, oh man, I love baseball also. And yeah, doing the anthem, it's an experience, man. It's a little nerve wracking. I'll be very transparent about that. There's no sound check. It's just like, here's the mic, big old camera in your face and go for it. There's crazy delay, but then kind of once, you know, you, you get like past the first couple of phrases and then you kind of settle into the moment. It's powerful. It's really cool. Spring in December is Rob's most recent offering, but it turns out some of his vintage material is still bearing fruit. And this is just like the internet being the internet, of course. But a song that I put out five years ago, it's called It's a Beautiful Day. Shades of this motel keeping me in bed. Reading the news, just trying to stay strong. All of a sudden, that song has taken over and become my full-time job. It was placed in a TV commercial for uh, Belvita. It's like a breakfast biscuit. You never know how far your positivity will go, but you know it starts with the tasty whole grains of Belvita. Belvita, positive energy starts here. The song just kind of got this bump, and then people started using it on Instagram and on TikTok. You can use the songs for reels and for TikToks, and it's just giving so much new life to this song that came out, you know, five years ago that we all kind of thought was like not going to do anything. The words of my mother speak the truth. Show us that son you'll make it. It's just a daily adventure with that song. I need to just get up and take a deep breath. 
product whose tagline is Positivity Starts Here, the music of Rob Drapkin seems like an appropriate soundtrack. A Beautiful Day recently eclipsed 1 million streams on Spotify. Rob's working on new material, playing around Colorado, sometimes performing high up in the mountains. His career choices, not unlike his songs, have set him upon some great heights and on some unexpected adventures. It takes courage to choose passion over the practical. And even if the rewards are more existential than material, for the artist and for the independent-minded, the journey is what makes it all worth it. I mean, it's it comes down to that one word. It's it's the joy of it. Sun on my face, feeling okay. Don't let it get away. It's a beautiful day. Find out more about Rob at robdrapkin.com and watch his incredible catalog of music videos on his YouTube channel at Rob Drapkin. Big thanks to Rob for the time and the conversation, the folks at 7S Management for connecting us, and I'm saving the biggest thanks of all for you, loyal listener. Come here, you. Independent Minded is wrapping up its 11th year, and if it wasn't for your ears, I'd just be a man talking to himself in a tent under the highway. Don't worry, that's next year. We don't sell underwear on this podcast or wear it, but you can show your support with a kind review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe to hear 11 years worth of episodes, even the good ones, and find out more at baldfreak.com slash podcast. Independent Minded, it's a Bald Freak Music production, and me, I'm still Ron Scalzo. You're a natural, you're a freak, you're a freak. Let out the love. I'm